Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Caller number 10 at 800-636-1067. Congrats, you're winning a family four-pack of tickets to experience the best lacrosse in the world this President's Day weekend. PLL's coming back to the St. James in Springfield, the Premier Lacrosse League. We've got a four-pack of tickets for you for the 2024 Championship Series. You're going to see the top four teams regular season battle it out, six-on-six competition, daily back-to-back games, for tickets and more event info, go to thefandc.com slash contests. Welcome back to Grant and Danny. We are brought to you by our friends at Kondori and Murad. They're the official show sponsor and have been over these last couple months. We appreciate them. They're going to help protect you and your assets. Update your will and trust. Schedule a free estate planning strategy with one of their attorneys. My dad's working with them right now. Visit kmlawyers.com. Mention the show to get a discount. That's kmlawyers.com. That's grown-up stuff, man. You got to do it, and those guys make it really easy. We uh, we thank them a, a ton for their support. So yesterday, there was a lot of pushback from the state Senate mm-hmm. on Ted Leonsis Monumental and the momentum that was building for the Caps and the Wiz to move across the river to Virginia. Today, the House, with no issue whatsoever, pretty sweeping decision made, that the delegates at the House passed a bipartisan legislation to create the Alexandria Sports and Entertainment District. It sounds like the next step is the Senate, which is the big hurdle, where right now it doesn't seem like they have the votes. They haven't voted yet because they can't get it on the itinerary Mm -hmm. just yet. But I still think, in talking to a bunch of people last night and just asking folks that are smarter than me about this, it just feels like normal politics. Like, this wasn't supposed to happen seamlessly. Whoever's in power, doesn't matter if it's a Democrat or Republican. The other side, knowing that that's a big win for them, is going to kind of drag their feet and not want it to go through. Then you're going to have to make some deals. You're going to have to give someone the relief they want in terms of tolls in Virginia Beach. Mm-hmm. Or you're going to have to sign for whatever it is with schools that somebody else wants somewhere. I still think this is getting done, though. I do, too. And we had a great conversation with Eric Flack yesterday, who, who has been covering this. Uh, certainly for for WSA nine here in town, and you know I, I I fully realized that I came across as very cynical about the sort of political element of this and the process. But you already said it. The person who's at the highest is on one team. The next person who we didn't know before this week because we're just you know regular sports show guys, and with all due respect, we're not chronicling what's going on in the Virginia House of Delegates on a daily basis. That's not our beat. It is somebody's. Doesn't have to be ours. Thank God it's not our beat. Well, you know what I mean? Like, So all of a sudden, this person now who's on the other team gets to go, wait a minute, not so fast. 
you can't do that to us. This is a non-starter. It's dead. And then, as you say, concessions will happen, apologies happen, and everybody gets on board and going, are you really going to be the person that keeps Virginia from having a pro sports team for the first time ever? No, of course not. Here are your concessions. You know, the whole thing ultimately happens. You've got, once you've got the capital, both in terms of energy and investment, and the billionaire is expecting to kind of get his way, it tends to happen. Agreed. Uh, just the information here, it seems like, by passing through the House, going to the Senate, this is kind of the normal procedure to this point. The bill's alive and well for now. The Virginia Senate chamber is going to review the bill that was passed in the House. The legislator will turn to the budget initially, it sounds like. They have to do that first and then get to this. So I don't think this is going to happen. It doesn't sound like for another 10 to 15 days, just based on how long the budget normally takes from what I was told. So maybe sometime in the last few days of February, the last day for any legislative action in Virginia, Danny. Remember, we had one of these deals with the Commander Stadium at one point. Oh, yeah, right. Like if you don't do it before March 9th this year, then you got to wait a long time. So March 9th is the hit the wall date. Between now and the end of February, there's going to be this back and forth and a legislative process is going to play out. But I think alive and well is kind of what I take out of this. Now, I would imagine, I know Muriel Bowser in D.C. probably thrilled with the news that the Senate's not very happy about this right now or not pushing it through with quickness. I also think there's probably some people in Maryland, D.C. that are rooting for its demise, and in Virginia for that matter, I would guess. Sure. I just wonder what the percentage of people is that want the Caps and the Wiz in Virginia versus staying put? Because it's it almost seems like the group of people that are very, very loud don't want it. Correct. But is that 90%? Is that 60%? Is that 40%? I really have no idea. I just know nobody that is excited about it going to Virginia are like taking time to scream about it into a megaphone. Yeah, I think it's a good assessment. I, I would say a lot of folks are try to categorize myself as, as best I can. I, th- I think similar to me in the sense they go, okay, like I, I'm not angry. I'm not happy. I'm just sort of not really that moved about it. I mean, to me, again, it's mostly a TV relationship. I'll go to a few games. It's probably not going to be logistically easy. When is it going to a stadium? You know, like to me, I care about the Wizards winning 50 games once in my lifetime. Maybe having a training facility that's not, you know, miles away in a totally different spot that's probably subpar compared to the rest of the NBA might help them do that. Maybe I'm I'm willing to give it a shot. Let's, let's build the complex and, and see what happens. I don't care as much about, uh, you know, 41 cents from my bagel and coffee at, uh, I don't know, the, the local cafe get, kicked up the Ted landlord style. That doesn't excite me one way or the other, him getting more or less money. I don't care. I want the teams to be good. Maybe this helps that maybe it doesn't. I don't know, but I'm willing to try currently my current system stinks. I'm willing to try something new. That's what I care about. So I think the biggest part of the, the the folks reacting to this are okay with it. And that's not that's not passionate. The, the, what, what, find the passion in this statement. Oh, I'm okay with it. You're not picketing anywhere. You're not yeah. firing off fired up emails to let people know that you're fine with something. You know what I mean? So that's the – if there's three groups. Yeah, I think that's the biggest group. Angry, thrilled, or I'll go to the games wherever they are. I think the smallest group is excited. And that doesn't mean that it's that it's bad. It just means that that you know how how many people are going nice moving to a new location. Like that's well, I don't think that's the, I think the uh, the angriest group this is the second largest, and that's the Maryland DC. But folks. let's peel that layer back for a second. I think you're right, but 
it's not like anybody was clamoring for them to move. This is not a FedEx situation where the right. stadium is awful and it's the worst viewing experience and fan experience maybe in the National Football League where every hour that you're there is worse. You know, where every game that is spent there is a mistake. Capital and Arena is not one of the better venues in the country for hoops or the NHL. It's not bad, though. You know, it's fine. It's it's replacement level. There's only so much you could do to spruce it up on the the you know footprint that it's on in the city without much space, which is why they're moving to Virginia for the real estate. I'll say this. I know your boy ain't small. I was sitting up in the 400s for Monster Jam. I bought tickets for me and Truman to go to Monster Jam. He was fired up. We were sitting up tops. First time I've been in the 400s at Cap One Arena in a little while. Been probably a year or two. And the lack of space up there is unbelievable. When's the last time you sat up in the, the upper levels of Capital One Arena? Been a couple years. But I, I, what was I there for? I think it was just a, a random Wizards game. Just went to last minute. Dude, I'm just telling you, if you are not skinny, it, it's like you think an airplane is bad. There's just no room. And what, what you get now with newer arenas is more space, more foot room. You know, the cup holders, they do the whole thing. There's just a, a much higher ceiling. Everything's going to be better in the new venue. So I think the average person says, oh, that's pretty cool. Like, nobody goes there and, and and comes out of the arena after a game thinking, I'm never going back there. That place is awful. We have to get a new stadium. So, of course, there's not mm. that many people that are thrilled because it's not needed. It might be wanted, but it's not needed. When you get it, though, it's like not needing a new car. I've got a car I think that's right a good now. analogy. Yeah. I like my car. It's fine. It gets me where I need to go. I, I enjoy it. It's very comfortable. It's a good ride. The kids are, are comfortable in it, whatever. If I was to get a new state-of-the-art, unbelievable bells and whistles silly, and you brought it home and put it in my driveway and I got in it, I would go, oh, my God, this is such an upgrade. This is so much better. I was missing out. I didn't know what I was missing. I was perfectly content. To me, that's the deal. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not clamoring for a new car, but if you brought one home to me, I'd love it. And that's the getting a new arena when you have a old, aging, replacement-level arena. I think that's the way. I think it's a good way to quantify it, right? Because it's not FedEx. Now, the point is, let's let's stop this before it becomes FedEx, right? As, as every new arena happens and we're still sitting here doing the same old song and dance. It, it is interesting, though. I, I, I thought of this uh, while you were talking a minute ago. The timing of Muriel Bowser's editorial in the Washington Post and then sort of follow-up statements are fascinating to me. Meaning, as this is now sort of mired in politics in Virginia, Ted Leonsis has already given an interview saying the die is cast. He's already gone on record saying this is where we're going, this is what's happening, we still want to be good partners back in D.C., blah, blah, blah. He's sent out his, here's why it's good, uh, 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 what do you want to call that? Missive letter. letter. Yeah, big note to, to fans, et cetera. And then she's like, we still think they should play in Washington. And it's sort of like, didn't you miss the chance to do that? Is you know what I mean? Like it's 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 like this lobbying now that's happening seems to be after the fact type lobbying. You know, it's combining with we still think they should play in Washington, DC. We plan on enforcing this and we've got a legal strategy. After so, he's already been like, we're out of here. So you mentioned this yesterday, and I didn't really get it. So dive into this. Cause I don't think you're alone. I think other people are noticing this. Your perception is Leonsis doing interviews with local media and the the letter that he sent is a reaction to people being angry, not just the normal process. Because remember, people 
crushed him mm-hmm. for not talking to the media the day of the big announcement. They were livid he didn't take questions. They were angry he didn't sit down. Mm-hmm. So this week, he sat down with Channel 9 and Channel 4 and whoever else, and people are now saying, well, look at him. He's desperate. He's sitting down. He got killed for not doing it. Now he's getting killed for doing it. Right. When when he's delivering something that you don't like, you're going to find a way to gripe about it. And that's when somebody tells me, hey, man, you you look overweight. Oh, don't look the way you said it. No, I don't like the message. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. some people are, are, are irritated about that. So they're going to find a way to complain no matter what. I'd rather have the billionaire that's getting taxpayer money on the record. I want that. But I'm talking about from Bowser's perspective, right, where Ted Leonsis has said, the phrase again is, the die is cast, a.k.a. Yeah. This is over. We're doing this now. You know, there's still lobbying efforts, and it's not a done deal. But you know what I mean? Like, in terms of their intent, they intend to move. And now Bowser writes the, the editorial in the Washington Post and at a, has a press conference either yesterday or the day before saying, we've got a legal strategy that we'll plan on enforcing. And you made a really good point. Counter that. I bet you Monumental's got some some attorneys on retainer as well that'll be able to counter any kind of claims, and they probably thought about this sort of stuff. But even still, it's just interesting to me where it's like the ship has sailed, and then you're standing at the dock going, here are the reasons this ship should not sail. And it's like, like over the horizon. It's like, one of the most important things is not sailing ships. And it's like gone, out of sight. And she's like sitting at the dock telling you about why the ship shouldn't go. Just interesting to me. It's a good sound effect. Thank you. Made me think of your NASCAR sound effect. The Daytona 500 is Sunday. Is it really Sunday? I want, like, they do a thing on the Daytona 500. Oh, now I got to think of what it's called. Oh, I'm out of practice because of the long off season. They they do a thing where everyone stops talking on the broadcast. It's like checking in or whatever. And then it's just the gnat sound of the race. So they just, like, you hear the cars. Hear the vibrations. It's a really cool bit. Oh, that's interesting. The fox. Because I bet they can mic that bad boy up now good enough where you can feel some of that sound. Exactly. Yeah. By the way, you sleep, and I'm not even joking. The telecast, you know, I'm like a broadcast, Mark. Mm -hmm. The broadcast for these NASCAR races is unbelievable. The way they go down to every pit crew, you know, with a reporter in each pit, and they go down the line, Jamie, and send it over to Clinton, send it over. And there's one by one, like, Chassis adjustment, they got tires, they're on to the next. Mm-hmm. It is a seamless, terrific operation. The car is in crystal clear, uh, high definition. What do they call it now? 5K. I mean, it just looks so many beautiful. Ks. Everything about it. You're, you you got to check it out for a few minutes. So back in the day, it was, it was just Dr. Jerry Punch waxing poetic. Yeah. When it was the races were on ESPN, it was like, how, how much time can this guy vamp? You know, now I guess they've got, they're bringing a little closer to the action. So do me a favor. I want... A, a give me like several cars going by if you don't mind. Okay, here we go. Around, like at max capacity. This is the Daytona 500, so they're drafting down the uh, home stretch here. That's silly. It shakes my headphones. That's, yeah, <laughs> so good. Did your lips tickle at all? No. Okay, because your lips were bouncing around. Oh, they bit. move. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's a move. So because it's kind of human kazoo type stuff, you know? Yeah. So it's like you do the truck radar one. Like, you know the Doppler if you're sitting at a diner and yeah. you hear the... Mm-mm-mm. You know that one? Yeah, of Right? Course. So you got to speed that up. You know, for all those times you've been sitting at a diner. Yeah, you know that you one. You've heard a truck go by. You know, when the truck goes by. Yeah. You know? you got to take that and almost Alvin and the chipmunk it and turn it up speed-wise to get the... Mm-mm-mm. Can I get uh, one more request? Uh-huh. I'm looking for, so like, let's say my guy Eric Jones in the 43 car is way out in front, which okay. will never happen, but let's right. just pretend. Who's you, who's you drive for? Uh, 
he is Richard Childress Racing. Um, he's out in front in the iconic 43, and then we're going to have... Iconic is tough there. Let's go. That's, that's, uh, it's that's, one that's of a, the most legendary cars a, on the circuit. It's a bold claim. It's iconic. Driven by... I, I said Childress. It's actually Richard Petty. I don't know if I said that or not. It's Richard Petty. So and, Brad Childress no, and Tom Petty. It's Richard Petty Racing. Okay. Uh, Petty Motorsports. It's like the iconic... Now the King drove that car. But anyway, so we're going to go... All you're right. going to be... Three cars right behind it, second, third, and fourth. So it's him, good amount of space. Mm-hmm. Then right. we'll go all Joe Gibbs. We'll go Denny Hamlin. Okay, so this is Denny's car Martin first. Truex. Truex. Christopher Bell, bing, bam, boom. Okay. 11, 19, 20. I'll try to get their pitches right for those those cars. There's yeah, a yeah. signature sound Pitch there. So, so we've got a A, A. Okay. <clears throat> Right, because there was three? I think he did it. Yeah. Ah, ladies and gentlemen. Right? Danny Ruye. Mm. Let's go to Mike in I'm Alexandria. tired now. Hello, Mike. How are show you? over? Hey, boys. What's First up, dude? First of all, that was impressive. Great job. Oh, well, thank you. Um, I, had some thought- <laughs> I had some thoughts for you um, about what you guys were talking about with the arena moving to Alexandria. And like you guys are saying, maybe not the loudest or, you know, most popular opinion, but I think it's a positive thing, you know, like, I don't know if you, either of you guys have been to Bridgestone in Nashville, but like, it feels like a real hockey atmosphere in the middle of the honky tonk, right? Like where you never thought hockey would be. It's just like awesome to be at, right? Like there's space, you take pictures, there's stuff that the predators do. And I think this is an opportunity for us to like really make DC feel like a good sports, like not that we're not a good sports town, but like a place where free agents want to come and be like, okay, like upgrade the wizards a little bit. Take a look at what they've got going on in DC uh, planning for post OV, right? Like we're not always going to have OV on, on the caps and have hopefully not always these like pretty crummy wizards teams. I think that this is, you know, a, a step in the right direction to keeping that, like, you know, fan atmosphere and that excitement going for the next 10 and 15 years and making us feel, like, more, like, on-the-map, state-of-the-art versus, like, Grant, what you were saying with those, you know, uh, horrible 400-level seats. Like, I'd go up there to take a picture, and i get, like, oof, I'm glad my seats aren't here, you know? Mm. Well, no, I'll so tell you what else. I think that's something like, that... I just talked about Thank the you, comfort. Buddy. Thank you for the call of, of the room in those seats. But Ted Leonsis constantly talks about how far from the court or the ice they are. In these new buildings, the, the design is to have those seats kind of closer up on the action. And, and the stadiums are more kind of vertical straight up than they are almost like stadium seating moving you away as you get higher up. Have you seen the design for the Clippers of what they're calling the wall? I haven't, no. Oh, it's so cool. Basically, behind the basket on one end of their new arena that they're building, it's essentially like one straight. I don't know how they're doing it, but it's almost like one straight up wall of seats, and you, you I mean, someone's going to have to climb, or you might be able to come out and walk down. There's like a stepladder for a bunk bed? Like, it, what are we talking about? It's pretty cool. Really? That, yeah. Now, it's obviously not exactly a wall. It's it's diagonal. Sure, sure, sure. But, I mean, it's it's nothing like a normal arena, and it's just going to be everyone kind of sitting right there in the end zone seating, so to speak, overlooking the court. But I think... Yeah, I feel like there's design things that you can do. For example, like the upper deck could jut out much closer to the court instead of being... The upper deck begins when the lower bowl ends, right. like as the old school ways of doing it. So by the, by the time you get to row, you know, L in the 400 level, you're like, 
you might as well be in Alexandria. Yeah, you know, it's hard because you don't want to have that huge overhang and dark. You know, then it gets dark for the lower level. Um, but yes, I mean that that is part of the the problem, and mm-hmm. it's something Leonces has addressed. Is you know we want a better viewing experience for our fans. Now it goes without saying, I'm not naive. I mean, he is a business person. Mm-hmm. He wants the best business deal. He wants the real estate and the ability to capitalize on all the things that are going to be right around the arena. I'm not dumb. I get that. If he can get that and I can get better seats, a better environment, a better stadium, a state-of-the-art facility, and the ability to maybe recruit some free agents who otherwise look at what Washington's got and, and aren't impressed, and now they're going, that's not a bad place to go get my shots up, or that's a pretty cool area to live or whatever, then, yeah, I, everybody can win, perhaps. Except for the people that are getting screwed that have to drive a lot further yeah. or have worse commutes. And to that, I say, I, I do feel for you. Right. That, that stinks. People have been in Virginia have been doing that for a long, long time. I, I grew up driving. I was a boy, so I was in the passenger seat. But going from King George County down past Fredericksburg on 95, uh, or, you know, the, the northern neck of Virginia across the Harry Nice Bridge, south of La Plata on 301, to the Capitol Center to watch Bullets and, and Caps games. It's just kind of what you did. It wasn't awesome. It wasn't fun. So I, I, I feel for you, but something's got to give mm-hmm. if you're moving venues for a better venue. Yeah, there's trade-offs. And there's just so much. There's only so much you could do. It's really, really hard where they are now. It's like trying to fix a, a dated house when you can't add in either direction. You could go up potentially. That's about all you can do. Whereas in Virginia, you got nothing but land. And you could do whatever you want. You're redesigning that spot, yeah. a brand new house. And oh, by the way, if you want it to be a lot bigger or smaller and different, it can be. Andrew and Warrington, what's up? Hey, so the the uh, mural Bowser's uh, uh, presser and, and the and the open letter uh, makes sense from a different point of view. Of she's saying, "Hey, we're pretty sure that it's not getting through the Virginia House and Senate. Uh, we'd love to have you back, but if you don't play ball, we'll raise this entire thing to the ground and put it in a new business corridor." Um, and th- yeah. this whole it's, it's four miles away. That that's that's another that's another hour and a half. That's not that's not how we do that's time here in the DC area. That's not an hour and a half. Settle in down. the middle of rush hour traffic. Okay, maybe I'm a little hyperbolic. It's maybe it's a lot. It's minutes. more time than you'd yeah, like. It's, it <laughs> okay, is a, that yeah, might be another thirty minutes. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, appreciate you. No, I'm not telling you it's going to be a piece of cake for everybody. Right. I, I'm not pretending that. But no, but no place is. Yeah, exactly. I mean, this is happening everywhere. That, that's, I guess, one of my annoyances is here. We're pretending like this is the only place this is happening. Just wait. Nobody is staying. Look at the Atlanta Braves. Look at where the 49ers play their home games. It's all about land, man. All of these stadiums moving forward are going to be built out where there's land. That, that's how it's going to be going. Hey, I just found a silly Drake May stat. I am steamed for this stat. Can I get a drum roll? I'm going to start doing my Drake May stat of the day. Actually, I'm not, but I'll just say that I am. But this is a great stat. Today can be one. Yeah. Here's my Drake May stat of the day. Mm. This is via some guy who covers the NFL draft. I, I don't know his name, but he's important. He's a good guy. Thank you.
first-round quarterbacks all time with 40-plus big-time throws in a single season in college. Here's the list. Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, Drake May, and Jameis Winston. Now, the now Jame- hold on. The Jameis Winston one's not not great. Okay. He did have 5,000 yards and 30 touchdowns did, at one point. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mahomes, May, Burrow, Allen, Winston. That's a pretty good list, all. That's the list. First round pick quarterbacks, 40 big time throws in a single season in college. I'm trying to tell you guys. Dude's got a cannon. Here we go. If you're into arm strength, mm-hmm. if you're into rocket arms and athleticism, I don't know what that voice was. Who is that? Who, I, are, you, who are you doing right there? I'm not really sure. Lean into this character. What's his backstory? High school football Let coach, Texas. Yeah. He's got a rocket arm and athleticism. Um, I think he's he is he's somebody's uncle. Okay. I'm happy fair to say. Thank you, coach. He was good in high school yeah. at football. I would not say that. I wouldn't say it either. Mm-hmm. Now he mm-hmm. tells everyone he would have made it. And on top of that, this is the important part. He played one year as a high school quarterback, and he is like a quarterbacking expert. Yes. Yeah. All right. To me, he's – I coached against him one year JV in Boone, North Carolina. I seen Drake May up close. So I didn't think he was that country. You didn't think he's that. I, that's right. That's, I thought the first time. Twi- I don't. I was. Did you, didn't you think the first time he went, it, it was, was country? More right here, I think. Yeah, that's where that's where you're at. Oh, that's really. That's country. where you're at. What you're doing's down here. And Hesh. And Hesh. And Hesh. All right, hold on. You're right. That wasn't his country. So but you guys got a little twang. List? Yeah. No, that's a list. Forty that- plus big time throws. And against the the My guy's got an arm. Some of the stats belie that, right? Where it's like the, Belial Pal. Yeah. Some of the stat you go Belial Kulabali. Man, I, some of these completion numbers, some of these uh the big games against quality opponents, but it I have to keep reminding myself, it's not like it's not a factory. It's Belial not Alabama, Bowden. it's not Georgia, right? They don't have endless armies of NFL players. It is time for us to get you ready for some hockey. Danielson, Avalanche at the cap, 7 o'clock puck drop. Ovi looking for a goal in the sixth straight. Yeah, Colorado's really good. Uh, they are in second place in the Central Division out there in the old Western Conference. But you mentioned the thing I care about. Alex Ovechkin is scoring goals. I want that to continue the era of good vibes. We'll see what happens with this club. They've played much better the last couple of times out on the ice. Perhaps that continues with the great eight light in the lamp. 3.6 goals per game in their last five. 2.3 all season per game before that. For Darius and Ryan behind the scenes. We're Grant and Danny saying so long. We're back at 2 o'clock tomorrow. Capitals hockey in 33 minutes. Right here on the fan. Pre-game before that. Thanks for checking us out today. Back at it tomorrow at 2. Thank you for coming. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 
Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.